What is storytelling? Storytelling started with our indigenous people. Can anyone give me an example of a myth or a story they're afraid of? Ever hear of the Wendigo? by the good people at the Podbelly Network. My fellow Americans, we are fortunate to be alive. They need them to protect us from the number one killer in history. Protect us from the central university. A study on Alright everybody, welcome to episode 231 of the Art and Jacob Do American Podcast. I'm your host, in the place to be Mr. Jacob Pete, and sitting right across from me on this lovely mid-October evening is the brown recluse, Mr. Art Trail. Art, say hello to the millions. And millions. What the fuck is up? What is cracking, cacahuates? I said that last week and I, I love the ring of it. Um, yeah. Put that on a shirt. Put it on a shirt. Um, guys, my name is Art. You're listening to the Art and Jacob Do America Podcast. We are brought to you by Caveman Coffee. Guys, go to cavemancoffee.com. Check out their entire inventory of coffee. They got the hibiscus tea. They got the cacao butter. They got the sweatpants. They got the hats. They got everything your heart desires. Um, guys, I'll be honest with you. It's It's been a long-ass fucking day, but my day started off with some Caveman Coffee, and it got that shit bouncing. Like, I, I still feel some, like... Some like little bit of, of that energy like left over from from uh from my morning coffee, which is like I'm starting trying to give myself some some little morning boost to start the morning. And I, I fucking I fucking love it. I still feel some energy. I might be able to stay up past ten today. Ten oh five if I'm lucky. Um but yeah, guys, I highly recommend it. Once you go to Caveman Coffee and you find something you like, type in America at checkout to receive fifteen percent off. That fifteen percent off goes your total goes off of your total uh purchase um purchase purchase price. price. Words are hard. Yeah. And then go ahead and uh tag us, tag them, tag tag yourself wearing the shirts, drinking the coffee, drinking the hibiscus tea. We appreciate it. They appreciate it. And uh, that's it. Yeah. So speaking of sponsors, guys, make sure you check out our other sponsor, guys. Uh, go to sukerapparel.com or SKR Apparel. I forget what the actual technical name of it is. But yes, go to sukerapparel.com. Uh, check out uh, the wide array of merchandise our buddy, our pal, Nicole Smith-Bosch has on her website. If you want to see those uh, clothes modeled by a very handsome man, check out our buddy, Jesus. Uh, that is Jay Fuente on all the social media, modeling all of her clothes. So go there. Uh, and when you go to Super Apparel and you find something you like, guys, enter promo code Art and Jacob, and the great and powerful Nicole Smith Bosch will give you ten percent off your entire purchase price. So it should probably, if you're from the great state of California, it should probably cover your taxes, maybe a little bit of your shipping. 
probably you know she posted a picture of a white hoodie and i was like dude that's really cool like i i, I went on the website and i was like time to buy that white hoodie yeah and it's not on the website so i didn't buy anything what's up with that <laughs> it's coming soon bro she's a real fashionista you know oh, okay. there's seasons to this shit so it's not oh, like okay, she just yeah. throws like one or two designs up and that's she'll it. put it out for like the the, the winter time and oh yeah the winter, winter collection winter yeah. collection for for south africa which is our summer oh that's true yeah so all right there you go. So do like art, find something you like, enter promo code Art and Jacob, give you 10% off your entire purchase. But guys, we're not here to talk about hoodies or hibiscus teas. We're here to talk about another creepy ass topic. But before we do, we have a very special guest with us today. Uh, somebody I have technically known since kindergarten. So uh, before we get into the topic, let's go ahead and put our hands together for the great and powerful Miss Patricia Chavez. Patty, say hello to the million. Hi, guys. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me on. I'm so excited. That's Thank a crowd. That's a, I'm making a crowd noise right now. Oh, yeah? <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> it sounds like Somebody the ocean. Be than that. It sounds like an old man dying. Oh, my God. That emphysema got him. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a crowd. There's a crowd right there. A for a, effort. A crowd with emphysema. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Just pull the plug. I was say something, but Just say it. I was like a crowd that has COVID, but I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, maybe even that's, if, that's really dark in Florida. Maybe I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Florida for sure. So what are we? What are we here to talk about today, guys? <laughs> well, that awkward pause, Patty. You want to introduce this topic because you actually suggested this topic to us today. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I always... So. Go for it. Okay, I, I, I find that super. Now. I saw. I find that super interesting <laughs> that this topic came up. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I want to talk about wendigos. Supposedly, you can, you're not supposed to say that word, but it's like I'm not near a forest, so I can say it. So, wendigo, wendigo, wendigo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna come down from the the mountains of Tehachapi. And yeah, I'm assault you like me. Melvin Valentine. Oh my gosh! No, <laughs> stop. <laughs> but, yeah, we're gonna talk about wendigos haven't heard it's like an old uh what's it called a for forklore lore tale what's it called how do you say folklore. that word folklore oh. yeah but there's been a lot of sightings i guess since like what like the 1800s or something like that i think it started i haven't yeah it started in like the 1800s so people have been like they ran across them in the woods and stuff so that's the topic for tonight so where do you want to start well, Art, so uh, you had a question. Blunt. Oh, no. <laughs> so light up a blunt and have a good night, guy. Um, well, bye. It's, it's a, uh, no, I find this topic pretty interesting. The first time I ever heard of this topic, there's a movie um, called Ravenous that's about Wendigos. Um, and I, 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 the movie starts off with kind of a vague story about um, about the, the guy that eats another man's essence. And then um, the, um, I guess, the, the Americanized, Americanization of of native american people the way that like their culture kind of gets infiltrated by by like western culture mm -hmm. and um i thought that was really interesting the guy explains it they he explains their like the lore of of like why it's so frowned upon like why it's it's such a like like dark subject matter to them and then um kind of ties into like you know like 
the, the every every like american in the room or every like you know it's it's like the manifest manifest destiny times right mm-hmm. and every like mm-hmm. every like um um union soldier that's being told this story is just like but your people don't practice that anymore do they and then they're like he's like well the white man eats the body of christ every sunday and i, I always thought that, that was like a really like thoughtful way of Damn. thinking about it where it's like there's like ritualistic ritualistic cannibalism that gets practiced you know every sunday at most churches where it's like where um you know i mean you can't consider yourself a christian i mean if unless you're saying like oh that part's bullshit like i don't like that's all bullshit like unless you're that person then like but for the most part like people like really believe in like christianity and like that's supposed to be like the body of christ that you're eating right like Mm -hmm. the essence of Christ, like you're taking it into your own Holy Spirit and the blood of salvation. Yeah, the and, and it's like, oh yeah, and it's like I thought about that, and I was like, that's really beautiful. Like the way that it gets told, I know that you know we'll get into like the, the who, the, what, when, where, the who, yeah. And I, I, this is one of those things that I there's elements that are obviously very dark and very grim, and like you know, mm-hmm. cannibalism in general is very dark and very grim. But there's also like I would say like hints of like a very poetic beauty to it, I guess, mm-hmm. which I think is very, the, the thing that makes it interesting to me. It reminds me of like those books, like when we were younger, like Aesop's tales, like there was always like a moral to this story, like a, that would, they would set up your, your moral compass for the rest of your life. Like, Hey, here's a book about, you know, a, a, a lion and a mouse and what, this is why you don't push girls off swings. <laughs> yeah. Melvin. <laughs> <laughs> Cause then you grow up to be a cop. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> listen oh to the God. patreon to get that inside joke guys yeah that's why it's very important you subscribe to patreon uh but it reminds me too of the aesop's fables you know that we you know grew up while reading in books and whatnot but it also reminds me too like i mentioned on the patreon my dad actually grew up for a time on an indian reservation he's half blackfoot uh which is a part of like the algonquin um you know, uh, tribes, uh, chain of tribes and whatnot. Uh, he would always, he would always have like these tales that he would, you know, he would look off into the distance and tell, you know, like some kind of fable that would like relate to what, like whatever situation like we were in and whatnot. I remember like our house got broken into and he had like some ancient fable. He would talk about like, about how like, Oh, you shouldn't, you know, try to, you know, because my mom was like flying off the handle about if I ever catch these motherfuckers that, you know, broke into our house, you know, I'm going to find them and chop their heads off. And then my dad would look off into the distance, very like stereotypical Indian or whatever. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And like tell the tale of like brother bear saved all his acorns. And it's like, Oh no, this is not the acorn story. But some of his tales would be super dark, kind of like the Wendigo. He never told the tale of the Wendigo, but um, I could see how you were talking about how it's very poetic, but um, with all that said, I think it's only proper we do talk about you know wh- who the Wendigo is, what of his characteristics oh. are, and you know, hey, what he looks like because this is a creepy looking fucking beast. Oh, that's interesting. Right. <laughs> well, I, I think that well, that part is interesting. The the what he looks like thing. Mm-hmm. Do you guys want to start there? Yeah, let's start with the what, what he looks like because this is the thing that I I, I found pretty interesting. Yeah, so I'll let Patty, I'll let you do that. Well, you guys know that he was like, I read that the first one was like, he was a lost hunter that was lost in the forest. I don't know exactly where, um, somewhere in North America, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, but he was like a lost hunter that had like no food. So he had to resort to cannibalism and that's how it started. 
there's a lot of different uh, descriptions of him. They're saying that some of them are like 15 feet tall. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them are like, I guess their skin is so tight that it's like super stretched out, and like really tight on their bones. Um, a lot of them say that they look like half werewolves. Um, some of them have antlers. There's a, a bunch of different descriptions. What have you guys heard? I heard the the one about the antlers. I heard that came along like that's like, further down. See, that's not even a Native American one. That's mm-hmm. that came from a movie. Yeah, where they were like, oh, well, this is looks this looks the part. But like they mostly they look like like a former man, uh, and that they're genderless, which I thought was weird because skip it forward a little bit. Nobody that's encountered a Wendigo supposedly has ever survived. So I don't know how they were able to tell like, hey, dude, I, before you eat me and like, you know, cannibalize me or whatnot, dude, I got, I have to ask you pull down your pants. Look at your people. Like, what are your pronouns? What are your pronouns? dude? <laughs> before you crack my cacahuate. <laughs> I got to check out that pee pee, dude. Like, what are you working with? Is it any or an Audi? <laughs> it's neither. Canceled. Let me know what you're called. Yeah. He, she, they. <laughs> Caitlin or Bruce? Yeah. I gotta know, bro. Um, but apparently I didn't know that they were genderless. Yeah, yeah. Apparently they're that genderless. Part. And that Ooh. some of them are actually uh, they used to be human, and that they have like this insatiable hunger that can never be satisfied. Right. Whenever right. they eat, they start to grow. So that that portion. So like if they ate like me, for example, my thick ass or whatnot, right? They would go from being like five foot ten to like. 10 foot 11 or whatever, because then that portion was shrink down from a big old carrot to like a baby bolt house carrot. So they, they're just constantly having this insatiable hunger that they can never fulfill. And that's why they're always just ravenous, like going after people that they can cannibalize. And at some point, like they start to develop like no lips because they start to gnaw at their own skin. It's pretty dark. You know, one of the things that uh, I thought was interesting is, um, if you go back to the very early parts of it, they uh, they talk about like an essence more so than like a soul or like more so than gaining like strength of like other humans. But it's like taking another man's essence and like bringing it into your own. Like it's like literally like the highest level of like of being a thief, basically, like where you like literally like took what made that person and like took it into yourself. Mm-hmm. and like i thought that was another thing that's like dude that's super poetic because like you you think about like modern day cases of cannibalism and it's like murder obviously you're going to jail because that's murder mm-hmm. and it's jeffrey like, dahmer jeffrey dahmer and like that japanese kid that like killed and ate that girl oh yeah um like things like that that are just like it's disgusting it's vile but you don't really think about the like the that that to me is the part that like they view it in like a more like like you took what made that person that person and like you took it into yourself like mm-hmm. and like it will consume you now from like the inside out and like i thought that was kind of like wow that's you know why they have these views and like the the tribes that chose to have these views and it's like different tribes they all have i think i saw something that there were like 20 separate different spellings of the word wendigo mm-hmm. like yeah mm-hmm. and like I they all that. have their slight variation but they all have they all have one constant pattern and it's like a lot of these people either lived in like the harshest parts of 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 the united states and canada and too. canada and all the way up until oh, yeah. alaska like the alaskan tribes that come down um and I, I thought i mean that obviously plays if you're gonna be in in an extremely difficult climate to, to survive in you're gonna i don't want to say cannibalism is gonna be in the table 
but you know the, the harder the climate it's like it's not like living in california where you can go fishing like you can be homeless here in the in california and just go to the fucking santa monica pier and like pull out a fucking crustacean a <laughs> <laughs> or even that too like i was thinking um of the donner party like remember mm-hmm. that like speak you mentioned like manifest destiny like where we all went uh well not we but um most the early Americans, they traveled West because they believed it was their right to, you know, conquer all the land. And the Donner party was very much in that vein. And what happens is they got caught in the winter over the mountain pass. I believe it was somewhere within the, the Rocky Sierra Mountains. Nevadas. There you go. It's the Sierra Nevadas. And eventually they all started eating each other because they ran out mm-hmm. of food. And so to, to add a little more to that story, I mean, it's like they ate their horses first. Like it, it, the desperation level of it, it wasn't they just started eating each other. It's like they ate their animals. They had horses. They had dogs with them. They ate their dogs. After a while, they had leather boots and leather belts. They ate their leather boots and their leather belts. Whatever they could find. If there was, I mean, it was the dead of winter. So it wasn't like they could find very much like living plant life. Whatever they could find, they would just chew it up, eat roots and things like that. The, the first thing that happened, I think it was one of the more elderly ones that dies. Mm-hmm. And that's the first one that they eat. And like that to me is just like after months of desperation, like it wasn't an overnight thing. It was just like, dude, it, it got dark. Like mm-hmm. I can, I, I can only imagine like the, the level of desperation that comes to the point where like you're eating your belt. Like next thing you're eating your fucking grandma. Like it's just weird and dark. Well, it's like that movie alive. Have you guys seen that movie? It's based on the story, the plane crash, how they started eating the, passengers is yeah. that the one uh, i i've heard of it is that about the soccer players i know there's like a story of soccer players that crash yeah okay yeah, i haven't them, seen I it but yeah yeah i gotta watch it so, yes but yeah they started eating the people that were dying and i'm like well they were in the dead of winter too there was nothing around zero they were in a plane mm. so they had to and then you got to think of like the area i mentioned like it's the algonquin people so it's like this chain of tribes that is passing around this story and most mostly their territories are going to be like the northern you know united states they said the great lakes area you travel up like more like towards like the upper new york area but mostly like in the uh, the regions in canada where like it's pretty much winter all the time yeah you're gonna have summer where it's like 35 degrees out or whatever like yeah that's your summer that's your that's your fourth of july barbecue fucking yeah. i mean we did that episode the the valley of the headless uh men and yeah. like that episode was like dark because the the environment was rough like that mm-hmm. was like a rough environment to live in yeah you're not gonna get baby carrots out there and so <laughs> you gotta think like that was like a constant way of life is like how are we gonna get food and apparently cannibalism was very much like hey like there's this chubby ass child why don't we just eat them and then you know the tribe can continue on for a little bit you can make another child overnight or whatever right so let's just eat them so like this kind of became like an aesop fable it was just like hey if you eat another person, you consume their their essence, basically, like you're saying, something evil in you is going to occur and you're going to turn into this Wendigo character. Yeah, it's it's funny, like the story of Wendigo and the story of um, a skinwalker, mm-hmm. like they're very similar. Obviously, it's different, like the skinwalker tale, like the skinwalker is one of those things that like. They're like witches, they're, right? Yeah, yeah, it's more of a witch kind of character, like they don't play with that shit. But like, I mean, the same thing with this one. Like, this is one of those things that they don't want to talk about either. And like, a lot of Native American tribes don't talk about it. But 
super interesting stuff. Like, like call it folklore, whether you believe in it or not, but it's super interesting. Yeah. And, um, I mentioned too, um, when me and Patty were texting back and forth, uh, there's two stories that, that stand out. Uh, yeah, there's a bunch of like, oh, dude, I saw when you in the woods and it howled at me or whatnot. Like you see a lot of those. Yeah, you go, you go on to YouTube and it's just like Wendigo caught on camera, and I'm always but I it's always, just like sound. It's no video, really. Correct, and I always have like yeah. skeptical hippo eyes. Like whenever somebody puts something out there like that, Patty, you mentioned at the beginning of this episode that you're not supposed to say the word Wendigo, right? Especially when you're in the woods. Correct. Yeah, like yeah. you don't want to fuck with that. And to me, it's just like okay, if you really thought you saw that and like this is the legend behind it, why would you throw that on YouTube so people from fucking louisiana all the way to fucking alaska can see that shit like why would you do that so that's why i always like think like okay this is bullshit but there's two stories that stand out above and beyond all of this so i think patty i'm gonna pass the ball to you again and let you tell one of those yes so this one was his name was swift runner i believe in like 1879 or something right he turned he didn't he like uh he went into like a psychosis or something and he ate his whole family correct right and then he ended up killing himself after that, like shortly after. So what happened with that is like he was like a trapper and they had like a really bad winter and they got trapped in their cabin. And again, there was like no food source, you know, within, you know, radius or whatever. Or so he said. And then all yeah. of a sudden, you know, the winter subsided. He goes into town. And they're like, hey, Swift Runner, like, where's your family at? Did you have like a, you know, a, a really beautiful wife and like six kids and whatnot? And he's like, oh, uh, the elements took them and, you know, they're no longer with me. I'm very sad or whatnot. And so um, something happened where like the the sheriff or whatever of that town got really suspicious of him. And then they're like, hey, like, w- let's go to your cabin because like something just doesn't seem right. And so they go to his cabin and they find the skeletal remains of all of his family there. And he immediately starts, you know, admitting to what he did. He said, you know what, you know, winter hit. And all of a sudden, like, I just had like this insatiable urge to eat my family after my eldest son died. So I guess like the eldest son just died of like natural causes. Mm -hmm. And so when that happened, he was just like, man, that son over there is looking mighty tasty. Why don't I just hang my baby? You know, we were mentioning on the Patreon, you know, I just had a baby. I couldn't imagine doing this actually hangs the baby from the cabin and starts eating him, threatens his other children that if they don't kill their other brother that was trying to stop him, that he was going to eat them next, kills that brother, eats them, and eventually eats the, the whole family, eats his wife, eats everybody, eats the baby and whatnot. And the, the sheriff said that when they found the bones, he could tell that he cut like the, the leg bone in half and was sucking out the marrow like so it wasn't mm. like he was just like making oh man a stew out of him like he was like literally like like me with wing stop like getting everything they could off of the fucking bone at that point like the cartilage every single ten tendon oh my god yeah it was fucking yeah. brutal but he went to trial and he claimed mm. that he was uh he fell under the spell of the windingo um, because I guess that's a thing too. Not only do you know if you eat somebody, you turn into the Wendigo, but you can fall under something called, like you said, it's called Wendigo psychosis. Wendigo psychosis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know if you want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, they say that just it's like they say it's like a true mental disorder where people even nowadays have this like mm-hmm. urge to eat human flesh, mm-hmm. and it just like takes over you. And some people act on it, and some people don't. 
Yeah. And a lot of the times they do. And that's, you know, you become this like not human anymore. And mm-hmm. all you want to do is eat human flesh. And it kind of reminds me, remember, and of course, this is what happened in Florida. Remember a couple years back where like there was this dude, they said he was like on bath salts where like he ate the face off of, off of somebody. Yeah. Oh, was, yeah. It reminded me of that a lot. That's like straight up zombie. Like, yeah, yeah. it couldn't have been just been the bath salt. There's no mm-hmm. way. Yeah, absolutely not. We have the best meth in California. I never heard about somebody <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fucking eating the face no off. No bath salts. Yeah, you might steal your VCR, but it ain't gonna eat your face off. I think when it's calculated, like, like super calculated, like that kid, like the guy that killed his his kid. That's how you. That's how you kill a rabbit. Like obviously he hung him. He probably did that so he can drain the blood. Like that's that's exactly how you would kill a rabbit. Um, and of course, like a kid, it's probably around the same size of a rabbit. Like. I mean, it's not something, but like cabin fever is a real thing. Like cabin fever and like these situations that they're in, they're in difficult situations to survive. Alcoholism is a real thing. Like native native people have, have like very like publicly like struggled with alcoholism. That's like a real thing that happens in a lot of tribe tribe towns, like alcoholism takes over. And then the other thing is like native people always get treated like shit. Like if you look at like the, the, um, the statistically like, Women in 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 like in like reservation lands like disappear all the time. Disappear all the time. Where like there's like that's like a big thing going on right now. Like native women disappear or are abused or are like and there's really just not they're not talked about. They're not talked about. You know, you only get talked about if you're like a white girl with a YouTube who's, channel. Who's that one that <laughs> yeah. went missing recently? I don't. Gabby know Petito. I, yeah, that because I saw a bunch of people like posting that. Like, what about? You know the X amount of um, no, it's a real thing. Like yeah, there's there's a thing women. with like tribes right now. Like people, it's I haven't even heard about this in the news at all. But apparently, like there's been like burnings of tribes where like people have been like entering tribe lands and like burning their their like their like towns basically, and no one talks about that. Like they're mm-hmm. just going in, burning in, and like well, done. In Canada, they said too, um, there was a big thing like where they would get the natives drunk. Like they would get like the native men drunk. And then they would just drive them to like the most desolate part of town and like strip them of all their clothes and like leave them there. And then they would find out where they're, you know, they were at and then like have their way with like their women. Like that was like their police, the Mounties, if you will, that were doing that and whatnot. So yeah, you're absolutely right. <laughs> no, I mean like native people get treated like shit in this country. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and yeah, Canada too. And Canada. I mean, uh, we did that episode about like missing women like early, early on. And like, that was one of the things that was like the biggest thing. It was like, that like that stretch of highway where it's like it's basically traveled by truck drivers and like they can't ever find the serial killer i think it was like 300 women had been murdered and it's like yeah. we just can't find the serial killer it's like <laughs> you're telling me like some fucking truck drivers just that good at his job it's like you're not trying like you have fucking like i was trying to i was trying to do a call back and remember that one kid that i forgot his name what kid the, that black kid Oh, Melvin? I was like, you telling me you got Melvin? <laughs> oh, you no, Me- not Melvin. <laughs> you got Melvin on the case and he can't solve a case? <laughs> that would have been a good callback if I He's remembered his fired. name. <laughs> <laughs> He's on the case. <laughs> Again, guys, this is why it was very important that you subscribe to the Patreon so you get that joke. Damn, I w- that would have been such a like killer joke if I ever remember his name. It's all good. It's late. Um, but the next story is a man named Jack Fiddler who is actually a Hohihi Cree chief. Um, and medicine man and he was notorious 
for getting rid of Wendigos or getting rid oh, of- Oh, he's a hunter, Wendigo yeah. hunter. Yeah. yeah. He was like Vampire Hunter D, but he was a wing- Wendigo Hunter D. And yeah. so what he would do, I believe this was in 1907, correct? Right, yeah. Wait, yeah. no, actually, I think it was yeah, around there, yeah. Yeah. So uh, 1907, yeah, exactly. mm-hmm. him and his brother, uh, they got arrested for homicide uh, because they were wanted for killing 14 people. Now, was it his brother? I thought it was a son. Uh, yeah, it was him and his brother. Um, but oh, okay. I thought he it was a son. killed, I believe, his brother's son because his brother's son fell under the Wendigo uh, psychosis. And his, I believe it was his other brother or his brother's son actually came up to him and was like, dude, like, check this out, man. I am like craving the shit out of some rump roast. And I'm not talking about the kind we can get at Albertsons right now. I'm talking <laughs> about that girl down the street. Slice off a cheek. I'm going to make some gravy. Like, dude, you got to take me out, man. Like, you got to get rid of me because, like, I, I can't do this. I can't live the rest of my days living in the woods, like, growing 65 feet with, you know, no lips and shit. Like, can't have it. You got to take mm-hmm. me out. And so he was famous because he actually had killed 14 people in that way. And a lot of people, when I say killed, I don't mean that he, like, you know, got on, like, his, you know, uh, crocodile. euthanasia. Yeah, like, these people would <laughs> actually come to him like you said, like a Dr. Kevorkian and say like, hey, like this is what's going on with the Wendigo psychosis. End it now. It's fucking crazy. Like this whole thing is crazy. I, I think about it now and I'm like, I feel like there's a version of this in every culture. Like even to this day, like the moving to like the internet online culture. Yeah. Like you could go to like some like crazy like forums and like get on like cannibal cookbook and like there are people that are like volunteering themselves to be eaten uh, because it's more like a fetish type of thing. And it's like, well, what's that Romstein song that mine tile or whatever, like where it's like, I don't know if you've heard about this, Patty, uh, but for anybody that hasn't heard about it, it's a song by Romstein German metal group. And the song is basically about a real story about a guy who put an ad in the paper who wanted somebody to eat his, 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 his genitals. Yes, he ate his genitals. <laughs> and so he said, like, hey, he would cut it off. He would prepare it for him, but he just wants to sit there and see somebody eat his junk. That's oh intense. my God. Did he ever get it done? Oh, yeah. And that's what the whole song is about. Like these two oh, gentlemen dang. sitting down to a nice fucking German sausage. That is. Oh, wow. I've never heard of that. Is it yeah. what year was did that come out? What's the uh, song? The song came out in like 2002 or something like yeah, that. Somewhere around. Oh, there. dude, that's re- that's I mean, not recent, but that's like mm-hmm. in our know? lifetime. Yeah, that's crazy. No, I haven't heard of that. That song. And apparently that that happened like in the late 90s, too. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Dude, like, are weird. I, I was just thinking about this movie called Fed. I think it's called Fed. It's a French movie, but basically it's like this girl that gets into like eating raw meat and it's just like that's another one of those things that's like really weird like people are into like weird shit like those people that oh, just eat yeah. random objects and then end up having to have their stomach like opened up because they have like a stomach my strange like, addiction dude i i can't handle that shit like there's this movie, like what is it called i think it's called swallow and it's like about a girl that's like she starts eating like earrings oh, oh god. god dude just oh, like the thought dude. about it makes my stomach hurt yeah, there was a yeah, some girl on that show that you mentioned, like she would eat like nothing but like sandpaper or whatnot. And I was like, what the fuck? Sandpaper, sandpaper I understand. <laughs> or kidding. hair follicles, the follicles oh. of your hair. 
Oh my god. Well, that's even so like gross. the people that like chew their own fingernails, like that's a form of cannibalism in a, in a way. Like people, like that's kind of weird. Like it's step one towards cannibalism. Like putting that in your in or like people that are like, oh, I got to cut. I'm gonna suck my own blood off, kind of thing. Like that's, yeah, that's some good blood. But that's <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's like pennies. That is like <laughs> one step away from like like cannibal like that i always see that shit like i saw my co-worker the other day i think it was here today or yesterday he like cut his finger and then he's like oh dang i cut myself and he like sucked his finger and i was like that's fucking disgusting dude like didn't they ever teach you as a kid like go fucking wash your hand it's a wound like that's why they yeah that's why god invented soap motherfucker <laughs> like technology like we're not in the fucking stone age for a reason motherfucker <laughs> i'm just saying like just because you wear You're pants doesn't out. make you a human What's crazy, though, about that, like going down that path, um, like a couple years ago, like when we were having like this Halloween episode, like I really wanted to get into like real life vampires. And I was looking into that and the science behind like so there's people in New Orleans, there's people in New York, like they have like these underground covens (laughs) and they will have people drink their blood or they'll drink other people's blood and whatnot. Right. And they believe like, oh, it gives me life. It does this. It's like drinking a Red Bull. Eh." And the scientist came on and he's like, no, actually, what it's doing is deteriorating your own body. Because so when you consume like human byproduct, you're actually messing yourself up and it does something in your brain. So in a way, this whole Wendigo thing is pretty spot on. Like the, the the warning about like, hey, don't eat other people to survive because you'll go basically go crazy is actually scientifically true. Because once you start to consume human meat or drink human blood or whatever, like it does something within your brain and it kind of turns you a little crazy. Benjamin Franklin, <laughs> to quote the great Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> Benjamin uh, Franklin. Uh, once said... Uh, <laughs> Eat to live, don't live to eat. And that's a beautiful quote when we're talking about cannibalism. Yeah, that's true. What the hell does that have to do with freaking Wendigos? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's weird when you think about it in like a human kind of way, like humans eating humans. Yeah. Dude, I heard the human meat is like the nastiest meat there like ever is. It's like the nastiest tasting meat. Because can think- you imagine all the stuff we consume? Like so gross Dude, pigs eat shit like they taste delicious sometimes <laughs> but they really don't they eat it because the people feed them that so they have to eat it yeah. otherwise they would just be eating grass and stuff you know but they have no other food so of course they're gonna give them the trash they're gonna eat it that's true you know? i i'm not a, i'm actually not as, as i say that i think I'm, I'm not really into eating pig that much but like yeah yeah i don't eat I, I i i don't know what um humans would taste like i, I have no you idea you want to try it I'm just it, it's a weird no, thing. Cool. It's a weird. Would a you, pee off my arm. Would you eat? Would you eat a, a person if you were in a scenario like a Donner party kind of scenario? I don't know. I mean, like, I would to survive. Is yeah, that weird I, I to say? Do. No, I think that that's it's brave. That's, actually, like I admire you for that because, like, I'm I'm not picky, obviously, because I'm fat as fuck. But like sometimes, fat. sometimes I'll go. You are too kind. Sometimes I go to my girlfriend's mom's house and she'll cook something. She goes, Mijo, look, I made octopus. And I'm like, and I'm starving, right? Like I had just done like six hours of yard work. I fucking, you know, hit the gym up real good that day. And I'm like, okay, I'm look, I'm, I'm trying to get down at Lucy's house. Right. And then the octopus is there and I'm like, now nah, I'll wait two more hours, you know, until something else. So I feel like I would be like that dude, like, okay, global warming is a thing. <laughs> eventually the sun's going to come out and you know the, the taco bell will will open back so very optimistic yeah so like i feel like i'd probably die because of that optimism 
so unless it was like the my last days, like, dude, Jacob, you got to eat this fucking art gravy that we made, or you're gonna fucking die. I I I I would eat you in a heartbeat. I would not hesitate <laughs> at all. Where would you start? Like I would always. How do, think how do you eat? Like, how do you eat animals? It's like yeah, like your pet, like your pets. What if you? It was like a zombie apocalypse. You have nothing to eat. Would you eat your pets? Like I would rather starve than eat my pets. I, I would. I would probably starve. I would probably eat a human before I eat a dog. Me which too. Is, Me which too. is weird to say, but like, I, I think about like you know if you think of like the way you would eat a, a pig. Like what are the, the legs of the pig? The butt of the pig? The oyster of the pig? You guys know what the oyster is? It's the balls. It's basically the back. Oh, okay. So they, they call it the oyster as you cut it. I'm just saying it's like the, the human anatomy and the an- anatomy of a pig is like not that much different. So it's like, right. it's not much different than like, and then like a Mexican, we eat the tongue, we eat the brain. I mean, like very little will go to waste. <laughs> the cabeza. Cabeza. Make some soup out of the bones. We can make blood sausage. That's a thing. Tripas. Oh, yeah. yeah blood clots with tacos. Yeah. That's a thing in Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, very little will go away. <laughs> Jacob would be smiling down as I ate a, bl- a blood taco. <laughs> this was for you, Jacob. It's like the Teletubby <laughs> baby for, in the for, sun. For some reason, I still have tortillas. We could have ate the tortillas, but... <laughs> you were holding out tortillas from us this we, whole time? We, we can't just eat the tortillas alone, but that's a sin in tortillas itself. Tortillas alone are gross. I'd rather kill my freaking neighbor. <laughs> 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 it's like I still have all the fixings. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> you got your comal. I'm, I'm, I'm not an animal. I'm not. I'm not vegan. <laughs> I'm not a vegan animal. Oh my god! <laughs> Stomach. Hurt. Would you rather kill a, and eat another human or go vegan? That's now. That's an interesting. Oh fuck! I might. Man, be vegan's nasty. I hate soy. That's just no, gross. I can't do it. Um. I tried and I almost died. I was almost I, like two pounds. I'm already skinny as it is. When I used to hang out with my buddy Chris, he took me to a uh, raw raw food class, and they made raw raw food pizza. <laughs> it is the grossest. <laughs> it is the grossest thing because like what they use instead of bread is they use um zucchini. They slice zucchini up in the shape of a pizza or whatever. Uh-huh. Dude, it is fucking disgusting. Like. I vegetarian vegetarian it's like all right i respect it whatever you don't want to kill animals i I understand that whatever yeah but like raw food people like if i ever met someone that's like i'm a raw food person dude that's like a different level like dude you you, that's like that's like you into like child pornography level (laughs) like like there's a special place in hell for people (laughs) like that Yeah, they're not they're not normal. And when you meet these kind of people, they're weird too, you know. Yeah. And their whole their whole personality is like, I'm a raw food person. That's all they talk about, or like vegans. That's all they talk about. It's oh like, yeah, they have identity whole, issues. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, um, one of my friends' girlfriends uh, was right when we all like started to be big kids and we moved out on our own. And so we we're gonna have a lasagna night. And so his girlfriend was vegetarian. She was like, Oh well, let me make you this vegetarian lasagna. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm down. Like, fuck it. Like, whatever. Like, if it sucks, like Taco Bell's down the street. Fuck it, right? And so I'm eating it, and it didn't taste bad. I'm not going to lie. And it, say what you will about veganism or whatever. I'm, I'm not with that or whatever, right? But I was open-minded to it. But that whole week, dude, my stomach was just not right. 
And a little part of me is thinking like, maybe that's why I have fucking <laughs> intestinal issues because of that, because fucking for, <laughs> for a long time, like I was just not okay down there at all. man. Uh, I was, this is the, I don't think we were hanging out that much around this time period, but me and my mom, we were both vegetarian for like an entire year. It was a weird, not, I think about it now and I'm like, that was a weird time period. And I think about the night it ended, I had gone to go to just drink with like some buddies and I was so drunk. And then we were like, let's go to Taco Bell. And like Taco Bell, it's like, just replace the meat with beans. It tastes exactly the same. Like, trust me, like even to this day, I'll stick to that. It tastes exactly the same. But I went and I was so drunk, I forgot to do that. And then I like six tacos in, I was like, oh my God, this is meat. And then I stopped <laughs> being vegetarian. <laughs> do you know it taste thought- bomb? Oh, it was so bomb. I could still taste it six years later. <laughs> Bring science back up into this. Um, you guys remember that movie, uh, Super Size Me, right? Where the yeah, guy yeah, like yeah. lived off nothing but McDonald's yeah. for a while. So this girl in that movie, she's like hardcore vegetarian in the movie yeah. and whatnot, right? So fast forward like a few years later, they get divorced or whatever, right? And so I'm listening to this podcast. We'll just say Joe Rogan to make it convenient or whatever. And she was talking about like how she was no longer, you know, vegetarian or vegan or anything like that anymore. And it's like, oh, that's interesting. Why? And I guess she started to have like all these biological issues. Like she started to miss her period. And she's like, oh shit, like I haven't been sleeping with anybody. So I know I'm not pregnant or whatnot. And like she would have like problems with her energy and just like a whole lot of health problems and whatnot. And so she started doing a bunch of research on it. And she's like, oh wow, like I'm missing out on so many nutrients that come like amino acids and whatnot, right? Not to nerd out on that. That like I was like actually damaging my body the older I was getting. Like, yeah, it was cool in my 20s and whatnot. And I thought, you know, I was doing all this good, healthy stuff. But at the end of the day, like as I started to age and my body started to change, it was actually doing more harm because I was missing out on nutrients and whatnot. And she says, when she the day, like you said, the day that she stopped, like she sank her teeth like into her first like burger, like for like the last 20 years or whatever. She was just like, Oh my god, it's almost like my body started to heal itself from like a fucking Carl's Jr. big star or whatever. Yeah. That's interesting. Like veganism, I mean, I don't want to shit on veganism, but like that's kind of it's different than vegetarianism because like vegetarianism, I feel like you're still probably eating eggs. You're still probably eating cheese. You're still eating honey. You're still eating all these things that are like important to the, to the body. Um, but like to just like be like, all right, no more eggs, no more any of that stuff. It's like, it's, it's, that's pretty extreme. Like, I feel like the body does need some of that mm-hmm. stuff. And I mean, I still, I don't remember if I ate eggs or not, but like the way I saw it, it was like being Mexican, like being like, I, I always think back like, to like oh well at one point like my great ancestors were like aztecs and what do they eat besides like humans because <laughs> they also <laughs> ate humans um yeah. they they ate a lot of like like grasshopper and like all these other things that were like not major animals like not like the way european people like just fucking cons- consume every fucking animal that they see it was like a lot of it was like ants and like beans and nopales and like things like that that are like for the most part like i know that that ants and grasshoppers are not viewed as like vegan or vegetarian because they're still eating an animal mm-hmm. but it's completely different than like those motherfuckers like nothing but protein like it's just 100 percent protein here you go literally no fat in these things suck on that huh? suck on that it's a weird thing <laughs> it's a it's a weird dish that's another one of those things that like i don't view that as weird but i could see how somebody would be hear this and be like grasshopper that's disgusting that is disgusting yeah they had a restaurant down the street from me that fucking made you eat a grasshopper at the end of your meal and shit they uh, saw the lollipops it's shell with the grasshoppers in them 
They still do, yeah. Yeah, by my house. I'm gonna buy you guys ones. You guys can eat it. <laughs> it's it's a delicious thing. It's a it's a what what are the what are the um ant eggs called? I forgot what they're called, but oh yeah. But I mean they have that at Mercado Latino right now. It's it's Mercado Latino? Yeah. It's super good. Anyways, we're way off topic. Yes. I know. <laughs> hey dude, have you ever heard Kitty Cat? Hey Rant, did you ever hear that Anakin Skywalker? <laughs> Why what would you do if you met Anakin Skywalker in real All right, life? Let's get to the episode. <laughs> All right, guys. So let's get to the meat of the episode. <laughs> no, but um the Wendingo though, um at the end of the day. <laughs> the Wendingo though. The Wendigo that... though. <laughs> so I guess this is where we start to <laughs> No, it's good. This is I it's funny. Yeah. It it'd be it'd be lame if we were all just fucking sitting around reading Bible verses. Yeah. That would be boring. Yeah. Um, but the Wendigo, I guess, like to bring all of this back or whatever, um, they pretty much have landed on it. It's pretty much like a concept or metaphor. Uh, for excessive consumption or greed. Um, and then they go down the um, the whole line of thought that you were talking about where movements such as, you know, manifest destiny, co- colonialism, um, and also to like a preservation mechanism where like we were saying like, hey, if we're in the midst of winter and you got like that crazy uncle over there, like with a twitch in his eye, that's like staring at your little child, maybe we should invent something that is going to sink into the minds for generations that, oh, if you eat this child, you're going to go crazy and we got to kill you. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those like innate things built in us that's like, you don't need human. Like, mm-hmm. you just don't do that. I mean, there's but it's some- weird that they don't kill them now nowadays. Like, you know, like the whole Jeffrey Dahmer thing or people that have been eating, they just lock you up and they don't like I would think that they would euthanize you for you being a cannibal. Right. You would think, and I think that's like even nowadays, like like politics gets into it, like the whole states rights. Uh, That's like where that gets into because I know going back to like that gentleman that ate his whole family, like that was a big deal in Canada where like it messed with the laws for a while because what Canadian law was and what um, first First Nation law was was two different things. So what uh, sw- uh, he was doing. No, actually, go back. That uh, not not the guy that ate his family, but the Jack Fiddler guy. Uh, what he was doing, he's he viewed as like a social service. Like he was actually doing a favor to you know people in Canada and the people in his tribes and whatnot. But the Canadian law was like, no, dude, this is straight up murder. Kind of like with Jack Kevorkian, where it's like, yeah, they might come to you because they're suffering and whatnot. You know, they have terminal cancer and whatnot, but that's still murder. That's assisted suicide. We can't have that. And so it kind of messed with the law for a while where it's just like, well, what do we do? And like that his story kind of ended where he gets convicted and they were going to hang him and he ends up committing suicide before the actual Canadian government executes him. And then his brother, they fight it in the court of law saying like, hey, like in our tribe, like this is actually a noble thing. Like it wasn't a nefarious act at all. He actually wins his appeal and the government overturns his conviction and unfortunately for him, three days before they were going to let him go, he actually dies of natural causes in prison. So mm. it, it is like one of those like fucked up, like you were saying, like you would think like they would immediately like Jeffrey Dahmer, like put him to death or whatever. But I think yeah. it's like that whole like governmental red tape gets involved. It kind of fucks everything up. 
Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of those. Like you would think automatically, a lot of them, like, like murder in general, like mm. that. I, cannibalism is like up there with like it's so like methodical. Like it's not like you just shot this dude in like an anger, like self defense, you know, or like not even self defense, but like because he would probably get like a year in self defense like, if it was like, but like let's say like Jacob goes to. <laughs> Damn it! It would be so funny if I remember that dude's name, Melvin. Melvin. All right. <laughs> Let's just say, yeah, write it down. Write it yeah, down. I'm just gonna think like Melvin. That's such a weird name. The Melvins. The Melvins. Oh, okay. Now there you go. It. Okay, so uh, let's say Jacob. Let's say Melvin breaks into Jacob's house and Jacob like shoots him and kills him um, in the back though as he's leaving. Like at that point, Jacob's probably getting like maybe like a year and like six months of like you got to see your po officer parole officer well, gotta see my po man anyways um <laughs> but like if jacob shot him and then like ate his body that's the point where we'd be like i don't know i mean he, up to another he did steal jacob super nintendo <laughs> but did he have to eat him <laughs> yeah i don't know i mean <laughs> the pros and the cons yeah he, no i see what you're saying yeah i mean it's it, Man, it's so fucking weird. It's so taboo. It's so I think because it grosses everyone, most people it grosses them out where it's like, ugh, it's like you ate another person. Like you didn't just shoot them. You didn't just manslaughter someone on the road and run them over. You weren't just drinking and driving and ran them over. Mm -hmm. Like you sat there and like ate this person. Yeah. That's the part that's just like, ooh. Yeah. And, and I hate to go down this path, but it's almost like having sex with like a relative, like a mom, a dad, or brother, or sister. Yeah, or it's like one incest. of those things. It's one of those things you inherently know you shouldn't do. And whether you're a religious person, you know your religion tells you not to do it, or it's just nature, where like naturally you're just you're mechanized not to think like, yeah, my mom might be Britney Spears, but like I'm not trying to have sex with her, or my or think of like the hottest celebrity or whatever. Yeah. My dad might be Brad Pitt or whatever. I know he's got some kids out there or whatever, yeah. but those girls aren't trying to do with Brad Pitt dad well, or whatever. Those right? are all things that go against like our, like our like general, like human things that cause us to like reproduce. Like obviously like eating someone else is like not good towards the, the reproduction of humans and like reproducing with your own relatives is like, you're going to, come out with some crazy babies Yeah, you're gonna have the queen of england yeah you're gonna have some fucking <laughs> booty chin babies that's a real it's, thing it's funny that we say that my cousin actually my mom's sister slept with her own cousin first cousin and she oh. had three kids by him and they all came out pretty normal which is really weird we all thought they were going to come out you know but they're first first cousins it's wow. really crazy yeah that's they're a tight family in more ways than one yes huh? It's weird. I, Wait, I hang out with her all the time, but ooh, that's are they still together? It's, no, he actually went to jail, and so they had broken up because he had went to jail for like fifteen years. He just got out like what three years ago, but um, so I have my three girl cousins from from oh, is it two? No, it's two. She has two daughters by him, and they came out pretty normal. They're just kind of like reckless, but not. You know, as far as mentally, but it's weird. It's still very, very weird. Like our whole family was like, "What are you doing?" Wow. Yeah. Well, do you guys? I don't. I posted it on our, our on our Facebook page. That guy that like spray painted like on the wall of a bank that was like, I don't know. I can't remember the girl's name, but it was like Lisa, take me back. Blah 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 blah. 
And then as you like dive in deeper, I guess he like tagged a lot of places around Bakersfield, like, like Lisa, you need to take me back. Like what, what all this stuff. Right. If you, re- if you start going down that, that spiral, it says like, not only do I love you, but we're, you're my cousin. So like we belong together. And it was just like, Oh my God. Like, Oh, wow. oh it took, yeah. It took, it took a really dark turn where it was just like, I got to go back. It's on our, it's on the uh, art and Jacob do America Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. The fan, the whatever. Yeah. Um, but I posted it on there and I was like, this is weird and gross. Yeah. Even cousins. That's still like, Oh, no way. Cousins is weird. Like, I guess didn't, what's his name? Um, that one director date his like adopted. I know it's adopted, but it was still like the girl you raised your whole life. And Woody he, Allen, Woody Allen, like yeah. started dating. Oh him. yes. Did you guys watch the documentary? That thing is no. crazy. It's even, oh, I didn't even know there was it. a documentary. It's dirtier. It's dirtier than what you just said, dude. It's like how you explained the Donner party to me. It, it's a, there's a lot more nuanced. Oh, story I bet. No, like, X, X, X. Yeah. Like that's weird. Like that to me is just as weird as like your own blood. Like you raised this child. Mm-hmm. Like this is weird. This mm-hmm. is like not mm-hmm. cool, dude. Like I know technically you don't get to go. Did he go? To, he didn't go to jail, right? Still making movies. Yeah. No, like, he didn't go to jail. No. Yeah. He won like, an Oscar. He won that. He made that one movie like Under the Night Skies with um, what's his name? The Scarlett Johansson was in a movie with him not too long ago either. Wow, that's weird. Um, but yeah, like I know his career hasn't been like his movies haven't been hits lately, but still like. That is really he wasn't weird canceled. Really he wasn't canceled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird. Like going down that path. Like, okay, yeah, that's a big thing right now. Like the whole cancel culture. We did a whole episode about it. And I mean, I mean, we're we lean left, me and this guy, on a lot of things. But there's some things where I'm just like, wow, it doesn't make any sense. Like the mind frame of that. Where okay, like woody allen for example that was public knowledge Mm -hmm. in the early 90s and yet Mm -hmm. a lot of people were giving him heaping praise on him giving him passes for that you know like oh okay it's fine like he didn't like you were saying like it's just the adopted daughter but in the background there was a very public court case where his actual daughter daughter he was actually attempting to do the same thing as well like yeah, blood, yeah. blood. I'm not. We're not talking about Sun Yi from fucking North Korea or whatever. We're talking about fucking his blood that he created. Like with no. Mir- I mean, we've yeah. talked. We, we've talked about like little hints of things like that. Like, like, like rape culture. Like that's like a real thing that's out there. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's, it's. I mean, we're both guys. Like we've heard those jokes. We've heard that thing where it's just like you hear it and it's like at some point it, it should make everyone in the room uncomfortable to the point where like if as if you were talking about cannibalism. Like Donald Trump before he was president making those jokes about like like checking out contestants and like going in to check out these like underage contestants that were like in his beauty pageants and so that's weird dude like this is not cool like why yeah. why why are you the president like why are you not in prison like it, it's just really oh. weird things that are like that are like kind of acceptable because we view it as like oh but he's just it's okay because it's not like you know it's just like no, everything about this, like everything that's making this okay is the the wrong part about it. Or like somebody posted something too. Like I know the R. Kelly thing's popular or whatever, but like um, what's his name? Um, one of the original rockers or whatever. Like he dated his cousin who was 12 years old. And he was oh, like, the Great Balls of Fire guy, Jerry Lee Lewis. Him too, but it was another guy too before that. Um, the guy that stole his music from 
<laughs> exactly. Well, Jerry Lee Lewis actually got canceled because yeah. when they found out that he was married to his 13 year 13 year old cousin, that's the other thing. That's like, hey, not only are you dating your cousin, but she's 13. Yeah, that's kind of weird. But uh, there's another one too. Like, was in, openly in a relationship with 12 year old cousin or whatever, right? And selling millions of records. The Beach Boys credit him as like one of their biggest influences. The Beatles, you know, and it's just, it's just crazy that like the passes they get applied to them, like, oh yeah, he might be a cannibal, but like, who can play the guitar like a motherfucker, like the fucking devil? Yeah, no, I mean, it's a weird, it's a weird world we live in sometimes that we just kind of overlook things that are just like, yeah, but that's not cool. Like, there's, there's, but I, I think, don't know, but I think that's why the natives, like, that's why they created this myth. That's my whole point of it is like, yeah, maybe there was passes being made, you know, within the community. Like, well, it was a really long winter and that baby was chubby. So we had to make a stew out of them. And so I well, think did you read did you read about the part where they were thinking that it's um, they were talking about how they were so like traumatized from the Europeans taking over that they started making this myth up too. true. That's yeah. another thing, too. Yeah. Probably because they said that's a metaphor, like I was saying, for like the meta manifest destiny and greed. They saw yeah. that, like, you know, you know, the Europeans were coming over and they weren't appreciating the land that, you know, that they were taking up and being wasteful and always wanting more. And they applied this myth to them. It was just something that they told the white man, I guess you could say, mm -hmm. to kind of scare them, you know, from being so greedy. Yeah. And one of, one of the things, and it just kind of hit me like, I mean, a lot of the tribes have this version of this story, right? But there were also like some like more like fringe tribes, I guess, tribes that are like less popular that people say were practicing forms of cannibalism up until that point. Like, have you guys ever heard of the, the missing tribe of Roanoke? So like, yeah, I think, so. yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's like basically like, you know, if anyone's never heard about it, it's like this, these Euro European settler, settlers came and they were basically adopted this little land, this little island-ish or a peninsula thing, and it's called Roanoke. And so they settled there, and basically they were like, all right, well, we're going to come back. Um, we're going to go to Europe, get some more supplies, come back. We'll be back in like a year and a half, because that's how long it used to take from like point A to point B. So they go ahead and they do that, and by the time they come back, like they're, it's gone. Like Everything is gone. Like there's no more houses. There's no bones. There's nothing like there's no sign of anything. They're just basically wiped off the face of the earth. And a lot of people think that like, well, I mean, it wasn't that they just died because there's no bodies, there's no graves, nothing. So a lot of people think that it was just like a cannibalistic tribe showed up and like basically like, you know, ended it all and like kind of ate every part of it because nothing goes to waste. Mm -hmm. I mean, creepa tacos like Art was talking yeah, about. Yeah. <laughs> so good blood clock tacos, man. <laughs> Uh, I was watching documentary like years ago, like when Netflix like was first a thing and whatnot. And the Aborigines, like there's a whole tribe of like Aborigines or whatever that, do, that does the same thing. Like where uh, somebody, an outsider comes in immediately, those the outsider gets murdered and, you know, they eat every part of them or whatever. And so the, the film crew that came in, like they were approaching with caution, like they had straight up like, but six foot five, the rock looking motherfuckers like with like machine guns, like, hey, like we don't want to fucking be eaten, but we want to like get your story, like why you guys do this and, you know, what's the significance of it? And like Art was saying, it was just like, well, we believe that, you know, we're consuming their essence, thus consuming, you know, all of their uh, their past and, 
everything else. So it enhances like our tribe. And so they filmed like one of their rituals. And I guess they had some like meat left over from somebody that they killed or whatever. And they actually cook it like with their actual skull fragments and whatnot. And then they kind of like a like fajitas of the lost ark oh sorry we're going down the wrong path <laughs> fajitas no, but, yeah so it was like this skull <laughs> and then they have like this plate that they're they're cooking so there's like a fire within the skull that they're cooking like this human meat from that's like a molcajete yeah basically right gotcha and they're smashing avocados and whatnot and they're gonna you know add this is gonna be delicious yeah they got the tortillas art was talking mm. about um but yeah like there's this like whole ritual that they're doing and whatnot and on the surface it's beautiful but like when you think about it you're like oh my god like this is this is terrifying it's almost like that green inferno movie if you will yeah i mean that what's his name the michael rockefeller from the rockefeller family like he became an explorer and like traveled the the globe until he ran into a tribe of cannibals and basically was eaten that's pretty freaky shit man like like you know, Western culture doesn't really expect it, and then next thing you know, you're like on the on the menu. Oh, have you guys seen that island that as soon as you step foot, they'll kill you right away? Yeah, Sentinel Island. What it's called. Yeah. I wonder if they eat you though. Like, I wonder if they. Do you think they're cannibals? Like, I wonder if they eat you because nobody survived. It'd be to, interesting like, to tell look the at. story. It's yeah, called, it's called Sentinel Island. Jacob calls it Hell Island, though. I don't know if like, <laughs> no, it's called Devil's Island. Devil's Island because. <laughs> The white man calls everything. I'm gonna go and be all nice and be like, I'm so pretty. Can I come over? And they're gonna be, but I'm so pretty. And then they're gonna be like, no. And then they're gonna shoot me, dude. <laughs> they, they throw they throw spears at no. like anything that flies by. They've tried to like <laughs> land dro- drones on there. No one guy got on the island. You didn't see? Well, there was a there was like a a, a boat that had like they went to go like get help because their boat had gotten stuck, and <laughs> they got killed. They were like eaten alive but like by law you can't go there like it's they they yeah, marked it off illegal. territory yeah mm-hmm. yeah i was gonna say like they take you they tie you up or whatever right they have your hands and feet tied to like a stick or whatever and they take you to like their leader kind of like apocalypse Kinda now like king kong oh i thought everything going well, down like king, king kong, kong too or whatever right. but uh they take you to the leader or whatever and like kind of like an apocalypse apocalypse now it's like marlon brando but instead of Marlon Brando sitting on the throne, you know, like the skulls and the bone throne or whatever, the iron throne, but the bone throne, if you will, uh, Melvin Valentine is sitting there waiting for you. Oh, dude, yeah. he's going to throw a spear right through my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Melvin, ba- dude, that sounds like a porn actor. I'm going to Google him. <laughs> I he, he I, I've already tried to look for him on Facebook. I looked on Instagram like he still haunts my dreams. Oh, that's so creepy. Like we should do one day. We should do an episode about like stalkers. Okay. Because that to me is like real life shit is way scarier to me than like whatever. I know you talked about like how Jaws is like the ultimate fear. I always think like nature is like nature deserves its place on earth. Like, like whenever you're out in nature, like you are, you are on the menu. Like it's just, just, that's the fact of life. This cow was on the menu for me when I ate this burger, but like I'm on the menu when I'm out here in nature. Cause like, I'm no better than these animals. But like the human element of like not killing something for for survival, but like or like hunting something like that stalker element is just like so creepy because this is more like a weird, dark fetishes, like weird thing. And I'm not saying that's where he was at like seven years old, but (laughs) who knows? Like, I don't know where that dude is. He's probably in prison. 
for like some yeah well, i had a stalker a mini stalker jacob kind of knows my ex that i'm telling my stories about on instagram oh that's right yeah yeah I need you, he would I need, stalk me i need you to stop messing with those type of dudes okay oh yeah is, that was so is, funny dude is it too far off topic to tell that story if we told or do you want you don't have to tell a story oh no i don't care no um oh. i tell I'm like, you have to add me on instagram i tell my stories about domestic abuse and i was with this guy for 10 years I'll just tell it real quick, but he used to beat the shit out of me, like tie me up, kidnap me, all these other things. And um, I tell all my stories on Instagram, like domestic abuse awareness kind of, but I mm-hmm. kind of turn it into entertainment because these some of these stories are like insane. Like one time he like uh, he was mad at me over something, I don't know what. So he started cracking eggs on my head and making me swallow the yolks. Wow. So I went home all egged. Um, he tried to throw me in the Kern River. He tied me up at the house for two days. I couldn't leave. Um, so once I started dating the new guy I was dating, he used to watch us through the windows and all the restaurants we would go through. Oh, wow. Go to. He would like sit outside and look through the windows and watch us and stalk us. And yeah, it was just a lot. Like I have stories, 10 years worth of stories, basically. But yeah. Patty, Patty, Patty. That's way worse than I, anything I thought you were going to say. I thought you said he put like a dead pigeon on your doorstep or something. Oh, he's he killed our dog and skinned it and threw it in the backyard. Oh my what? god, I'm hoping this yeah. guy's in jail. Yeah, um, he actually this is after we broke up. He, I guess he I don't know if he got into like drugs or he was smoking weed, but his dad called me like a year after our breakup and he's like, Hey, um, do you know where he's at? I'm like, no, I don't know where he's at. And he's like, well, he killed the dog and skinned it and it's in the backyard. So he skinned the whole skin off the dog. Oh my and God. I found out he lives in Washington now. Thank God. He lives in Washington. He got his cousin's wife pregnant and then left. They broke up. And then now he has another girlfriend. She's really, really young and they've had a baby. So he's like far away from me now, but he's still like, he's not in jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. That's pretty dark. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, it's a Pat- lot. It's a that lot. That is a lot, Patty. Any boy you talk to, you have to have him talk to your older. Well, he's younger than you. I'm older than you. I think by a couple of months, they have to. They have to. They have to meet my Robert De Niro. I have to get a, a, an appro- and, and, approval and, and, first. And, yes, and I know a cop. His name is Melvin. He's gonna screen him, and he does not fuck around. First. He will push you off whatever you're sitting on. <laughs> Man, that's the first abuser that I had. He's the number uh, one abuser, and then the then the number two. Oh, but man. yeah, that's what I was. I was starting a. Uh, I wanted to start a podca- podcast about that, like domestic right. violence. But I have stories like people wouldn't even believe me. But my my sisters seen it. My parents, my friends have all witnessed a lot of these things. So it's like things I can't make up, you know. Man, so that's why. Truth here's, is stranger he, than fiction. Here's one thing I just pitched to you. It just came to me as an idea. So there's this other podcast called. Um, um uh, let's not meet i recommend that you check it out but okay if you did want to start a podcast write it down because it, it's a lot of stuff like that um and i always think like women have it way worse because i always think like dude like the word the weirdest thing that ever happened to me is like some girl gave me free weed and like maybe was gonna kidnap me <laughs> to take my lungs or something and like that was like the worst thing that ever happened to me you almost got organ harvested. i almost got my kidneys taken from me but at least i got free weed out of it but um <laughs> <laughs> but um anyways long story short like i feel like women it's like that's like a tuesday night for them like they can't go to a bar without like mm-hmm. making sure fucking like 
Melvin doesn't slip a ruby in their drink or, or a roofie in their drink. Oh, yeah. I've had it, so many weird things happen to me. It's uh, like not just from my ex, from different people. Like I went to AMPM this one time to go get weekends at six in the morning. And the manager was like, hey, take whatever you want. He was like the owner. And I'm like, no, it's fine. Like, no, it's, you know, it's, it's okay. He's like, take whatever you want. I'm like, no. He, I get in my car. He chases me out to my car. And he's like, you're not going to take what I give you free. I'm like, no. So he pulls his hand through the window and slaps me. He oh, my God. The shit out of me. And I'm like sitting there in the parking lot, I'm like, oh my God, this one, I was working at Abercrombie. I go, I go get to the store. My manager's like, you need to call the cops. Ironically, I called the cops and I called my ex, the one that used to beat me. And he went over there to try to fight him. And I'm like, oh, so it's okay for him to hit me, but it's not, I mean, it's okay for you to hit me, but not okay for him to hit me. Right. Which is kind of ironic, you know? Yeah. But um, yeah, just stuff like that. That's happened to me. It's crazy. That's honestly like, so my story sucked. It was just like <laughs> free weed, but your AMPM story was way better than mine. Um, anyways, I suggest you listen to that podcast and basically okay. steal their format. And then like, I mean, I, I think that that's a good, um, I think women sharing ideas and knowing that they're not alone in these situations. Cause I think anytime you share, I think whatever it is, there's really dark moments in life. I, I, I talked to you about um, who's that guy that the guy that played black Panther Oh, uh, Chadwick Boseman. Um, I, I really wish he would have been open about his like cancer diagnosis because I think that oh, anytime, yeah. you, anytime you hear people like going through the same thing, like it makes people feel like they're not alone in those situations. Oh, absolutely. I get so many messages of women like, thank you so much for sharing your stories. Like, you know, because I tell them like men like that are never going to change. So I get a lot of feedback, a lot. And people and look forward to my stories. And that's why I really want you to start your podcast. And I'm there for you 100% to help you through that process. I, I know like that. like Art said, when we first started, we were like shooting in the dark. It was yeah. it was a rough journey. So it's just like anything, any, any way I could help to get that off the ground. Like I'm there just because I feel like that's an important thing to do. And I know that me and this guy, for the most part, we're a comedy podcast. We try to put smiles on people's faces, but we touch on some very serious topics. I think it's important. I mean, like everything in life, like to quote Cat Williams, like Cat to quote Cat Williams, like Cat Williams talks about, like you can't have comedy and let every great comedy comes from dark places. Like, oh, if absolutely. You're just, yeah. if, you're, if you're just going up there and doing like, what's that comedian that just like puppets on his hand? Jeff like, Dunham. like Jeff Dunham, like Jeff Dunham is like bullshit comedy. Like there's a place in time for that shit. And that's at the fucking like Kern County fair. <laughs> and like, but that's not what we do. Like here. It's like, it's, if it's funny, it's funny because like, there is a, there is a yin yang to this. Like there's a dark elements to it. And mm. like, here's why we're laughing at it. Cause it's like, I mean, sometimes it's even pointed at ourselves, like the flaws in our own characters and things like that. Like I, in no way are we perfect humans, but like, I think that's really interesting, especially if you're coming from it and from a from a place of like I've been through this and you're not alone type of thing. If you mm-hmm. and and the only reason I bring up that we're uh, not we're not sure yet, but shout out to we're not sure yet. Uh, but that epi- the uh, the podcast um, um, let's not meet is because he tells it in like it's basically people emailing their scary stories. But I think that hearing other women, especially told from a woman's perspective that's been through that thing, is like not only is it like interesting yeah interesting one and that's what gets you know draws in the the honey to the bees kind of thing right but but also give strength to people that like might think that they're alone and go into like some dark shit and no one's gonna understand them when you're surrounded by like you know all these people that are like oh shit you're going through like what i went through and i'm not alone in this thing like that i think that would be an interesting topic or not just an interesting topic interesting podcast in general Mm. and i always tell my stories of like in a comical way because I'm 100% healed 
I went to therapy, everything. So a lot of my stories, I, I laugh about it a lot because it's like, dude, I survived this. It's crazy. So a lot of people like to hear my stories cause I make it like funny and entertaining, but also it's like serious, you know, like this is not a joke. So that's why people are always like, when's your next story? When's your next story? Like people write me all the time because I make it like entertaining, but it's because I'm okay now, you know? So it's kind of like, oh, I can laugh about it now that you try to kill me, but you know, I'm alive now, but Man, yeah. So glad you came out on the other side of that. Yeah. I know me too. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad you didn't start making sock puppets and start doing stand-up comedy. You're mad if I was all weird. I, <laughs> Man, I'm surprised I'm normal to be honest. Thank God. I mean, there's people that haven't gone through anything and they're the weirdest people ever. Yeah, but, I uh, know. Yeah. So, Wendingos, everybody. Wendingos. Guys, Google Wendingos. You'll get the gist of it. <laughs> no, I mean, it's yeah. a really interesting topic. I'm glad you, you brought it up. I, I don't know if it's been on the list, but we talk about a lot of Native American folklore. Mm-hmm. fairly often it comes up a lot because yeah. it, it is super interesting yeah i mean and also like i said at the beginning of the show it's like aesop's fables like there's a moral to each story it's not just a story to be told just to tell it there's a moral to it and that's what i appreciate this about the story not that i'm gonna go eat somebody or i know somebody's gonna go eat somebody but i think it's like like i was saying towards the end it's like a, a metaphor for greed like you know at mm-hmm. a certain point your greed is gonna consume you and i think that's a lesson right. everybody no matter where you at in life needs it here so yep i agree all right so with that said you guys got anything else uh no that's um, it cool. usual shout elizabeth jackman tell elizabeth warren tell your mommy we would too uh patty where can they find you uh go ahead and shout out anything you want to plug onto this podcast um, millions of our listeners <laughs> oh awesome i have a jewelry line guys it's couture candy with the ie at the end instead of a y Couture Candy. I mean, it's Candy Couture Jewelry on Instagram. Um, you could find me there or my regular page is Patricia Ch- Patricia Carmen underscore. There you go. So yeah, I ship all over the U.S. free. I ship everywhere. Um, my jewelry, men, women, it's all handmade stuff. So that'd be great if you guys check it out. Sweet. Thank you for letting me do that. I'll put the link right here in the YouTube. You'll find uh, a link in the description. Link in the description and on the YouTube. And uh, Awesome. Uh, with that said, guys, if you want to go ahead and support us, I highly recommend you go to the Patreon where you can hear the first half of this interview with Patty, uh, where we talk about <laughs> Melvin <laughs> Valentine, so you guys can get out joke. But like I tell you guys every single week, nine times out of ten, those Patreon episodes are better than the actual episodes that you're hearing for free. So just go ahead, head on over to patreon.com slash America. Donate $1, donate $2, donate $10. Hell, I don't care. Just donate something and you'll get a bonus episode every single week as well as free goodies in the mail that I'll send you from our sponsors or whatever else I get in the mail. So uh, look out for uh, Christmas time. I got a couple of things I'm kicking around in my head that send out to our great and powerful patrons. But if you guys want to go ahead and uh, communicate with us, like Art mentioned in this episode, we do have a Facebook group. Uh, check us out there. We're on all the social medias at Art and Jacob Do America, except for Twitter. We are at Art and Jacob Do A1 because, God damn it, that's how a steak is done. Uh, mm-hmm. If you want to support our merchandise brand, go ahead and go to tpublic.com. Uh, so go ahead and search for Art and Jacob Do America. Currently, we have four designs up. I'm working ever so hard to get the Alex Jones one up there. But for some reason, it keeps getting taken down. I don't know. Alex Jones design, I guess. I don't know. Uh, But with that said, 
Oh, yeah. We are part of the Podbelly Network. So if you like our podcast and want to hear other great podcasts, guys, I highly recommend you go to podbelly.com. Check out all the great podcasts there, such as Sofa King Podcast, my homeboy Eddie from the RRBG Podcast. Shout out to him. He's actually a part of the Store Horseman Podcast now. Whoa. As well as um, he's starting another podcast. How's the- that? Is, it, is it, What's his name still on that podcast? Uh, Tony Hinchcliffe? Yeah. I can't. I can't I officially know. tell you anything right now, but he will be, as well as he's starting another podcast in the basement of the uh, the basement of the comedy store. So, shout out to my boy Eddie doing big things. I need to get your autograph before you get. Man, too that's famous. a lot of podcasts, man. I hope. I hope like he's taking out. He's taking his wife out on dates and things like that. <laughs> like nice steak dinners. Like it's like, dude, that's a lot of podcasts. He has a full time job and he's doing three podcasts. Like, dude, you need to like. You better give her foot massages, dude, because, like, this shit takes up time. If you don't, fucking, uh, what's his name? Vincent Vega is going to give him a foot yeah. massage. Yeah. <laughs> so with that said, Patty, thank you once again for coming Thank you for podcast. having me. Appreciate you guys. It was so nice meeting you, Art. Nice meeting you as well. Hope you start your podcast. Thank Podcasts, you. I appreciate your that. <laughs> I hope if it, make a podcast. We'll pitch it to the Podbelly people. Yes, we'll get you. We'll get you all situated with sponsors and whatnot. So. Awesome! Thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you, Patty. So, with that said, everybody, have a good night. Good, good night. The Wendigo is an allegory where there is a spirit that comes to reconcile what the people are doing incorrectly. All this rage, all this abuse incarnates. It's like an invocation for this creature. It's the Windigo. Translates to a diabolical wickedness that, uh, that devours mankind. The Windigo myth was born out of this notion that when the English settled, they cannibalized all of the resources, leaving the Native Americans essentially to starve. Big Bear got sick, and his insides turned black. Our images of the Vendigo, it didn't become just allegories. It actually started becoming very, very real. He's not dead. He'll come for me. The destruction of families, that was always the analogy for the monsters. It's truly a powerful connection between what we do to nature, what we do to each other. It is a metaphor made flesh. No one can do it better like this. That and this and uh, it's like that and like this and like that and uh, it's like this. Then who gives a fuck about those? So just chill to the next episode.